Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get your zone coverage with In The Zone. See what I did there? No. Oh, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> Your talk backs on the iHeartRadio app can win you Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets all week long right here on In The Zone. There were a bunch of legendary performances in the NFL yesterday, but for some reason this one stood out to me, maybe because it was in prime time. A rare kicker making his way into the awards segment here. Brandon Aubrey, 4 of 4, 15 total points on the night for the Cowboys. 68-yarder against the Rams. Aubrey swings it from 60, long enough and good. Aubrey from 50. And he knocks that one through. Melissa, get ready. 59. He alone outscored the Eagles last night. One from 60, one from 59. An unreal boot on this guy. And he's a rookie. Uh, He is a weapon. He might be the secret weapon for this Dallas Cowboys team. And he is our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code BRANDON. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. And you can play their Pick'em game tonight. More Magic Basketball right here in front of us. UnderdogFantasy.com or on their mobile app. So I don't know if this is the spirit of the season or what, but I came away from Sunday feeling overwhelmingly positive as it pertains to two of the state of Florida teams that we saw in action yesterday, specifically the quarterbacks. And I'll start with the winning one, and then we can get to the guy that lost yesterday. But Baker Mayfield deserves a ton of credit for what he's doing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is not a good roster right now. They're old. They're beat up. Their coaching staff is meh at best, and he just keeps orchestrating these game-winning drives against bad, yeah, I mean, they're bad teams. I'm not trying to put the guy in the Hall of Fame or anything, but I think all I can think when I'm watching this guy play is he is not the problem. The Bucs don't have a Baker Mayfield problem. There's so much roster reconstruction that has to go on with this team. They went for broke when they had Tom Brady, as they should have. They surrounded him with veterans. They surrounded him with pricey guys that were going to count against the cap later on and and Brady's contract, which they're still trying to find their way out of. It was never going to be a quick fix when they went. They pushed all the chips to the middle of the table so that they could win with Tom Brady. They did it. Flags fly forever. And, uh, and now you're dealing with the consequences but Baker Mayfield's not the issue. If I have one grand takeaway from what I've seen this season from the Bucks, is that they're good at quarterback for right now. Baker isn't a long-term solution, but he's not going to kill you either. And, and if anything, I think he's a plus at quarterback rather than a negative. He's not somebody that's subtracting from the team right now. 
He's just sort of won me over from that respect. So I'll stop right there. Let you chime in, Tyler. You tell me what you think. Am I over my skis here on uh, Baker Mayfield love? No, I mean, this is a week-to-weekly uh, league. So, you know, when when the Bucks are on a four-game losing skid a couple weeks back in the middle of the season, all, all it takes is that one performance, that one game-winning drive. And not just us, but everyone in the NFL community goes, oh, forget about it. Like, I mean, look at what Dak Prescott's doing. They beat the Eagles. Jalen Hurts for MVP? Are you crazy? Which uh, now it's starting to come to light, but that's kind of how we operate, is whatever we see last is what we're going to go based on. I will say, pertaining to Baker Mayfield, I said this in the beginning of the season. When we were looking for anything that we could possibly talk about in week two of the preseason, and we're talking about Baker versus Trask, I said it then. Baker is going to find ways to win ball games that someone like Trask simply couldn't. Yesterday was a prime example of it. Baker's stat line wasn't crazy. He couldn't even throw for a buck fifty in that game. He completed under fifty percent of his passes. But when the game was on the line and you needed something to happen, it wasn't anything spectacular. But just the experience, the confidence, the swagger that Baker carries amongst himself and provides for his teammates. That's a spark. That's an intangible intangible that can spread throughout a locker room in big games like that. So I think you're absolutely right. He's not going to do anything outrageously great or outrageously bad. He has his moments flirting with both. But when it comes to consistency, he's going to stay even keel. And then you have the upside of Baker being a winner, which is what he wants to be so bad. He can do yeah. it every once in a while. He's the ultimate competitor. You see that at the end of games, and when he's not making mistakes, he can put you in those positions when you're playing against the right teams. I like how you took that opportunity just now to just throw Kyle Trask's name under the bus like he's done anything wrong <laughs> this hasn't. year. I'm just saying. You said that he's doing what Baker Mayfield is doing is what Kyle Trask could not. We don't know. We've never seen this guy in that position. We don't know if he's good or not. I, I all I can go off of is what I've seen in the preseason, and I think he looks pretty good there. But um, Kenny Pickett was the best quarterback in the preseason in the NFL, so I don't want to overreact to it. But yeah, we don't know. I'm not going to use this. This is not an indictment on Kyle Trask. I still believe that he could be delivering the same thing to you that Baker Mayfield is. But Baker is doing it. That what we do know is that Baker Mayfield is not the problem, and I did not think that I would say this at the start of the season. Maybe you did, but I did not think that I'd be saying Baker Mayfield should be your starting quarterback, not just right now. I think Baker Mayfield should be the Bucks' starting quarterback next year. That's how I feel about this right now. I think it comes down to what is this offseason going to look like? It's uh, some big names with some big contracts to be had for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, especially on that offensive side of the ball. So I think it comes down to what happens with Mike Evans after this year? What happens with Chris Godwin after this year? I mean, he got the snaps that him and his wife were looking for, apparently, because his wife went crazy on social media about his snap count and whatnot. He led the team in targets yesterday, so maybe that problem is fixed. But I think it's uh, that all factors in. If there's no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin to be throwing the ball to, what do you need a Baker Mayfield for? You know, that, that that's where, what can you bring in to replace those guys? I think with a guy like Baker, you... You're either you're trying to float and just get by through another year and prolong your plan of, okay, what the heck are we going to do to try to get back to a championship level? Or you're making a push. 
I think you're closer to making a push with Baker at quarterback than you are to tanking. So I agree mm. with you. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, tanking is it's so different than in other leagues where tanking is it's, it, it just doesn't it doesn't really happen all that much. Um, it, it, you'll have a couple of teams that might pull it off, but for the most part, like even the Patriots are out there trying to win still, they, uh, <laughs> and they have no reason to do that. <laughs> um, but the, the the Bucks just have so much that they need to work on. That that's my point. I'm not saying Baker is the future. I'm saying Baker is has deserved the right to be the present. For the Bucks, while they fix the rest of the roster, get the rest of the roster figured out, and then get your quarterback. Because we've seen how many different examples in the NFL. That's the best way to do it. When you have the ability to do it that way. When you're at the ground floor and there's no, there's just no hope, then you end up with a top pick. Yeah, you take your quarterback and you try and turn things around, flash fry, a rebuild kind of thing. But the Bucks don't have to do that because of Baker Mayfield. He's keeping them stable to where they can be a respectable franchise, build a roster, and then compete for championships. So I don't think Baker is the quarterback of the future. I think he's the quarterback of the of the present. He's kind of like Geno Smith with the Seahawks. Like nobody thinks Geno's bringing this team to the Super Bowl, but he's good enough to to allow them to build the roster around a quarterback, and then when they're really ready, they'll upgrade. Just ask the Carolina Panthers if if the Bucks you want to try to um, you know if the record goes south and you end up with a high draft pick and you say okay screw it forget about the rest Mike Evans and Chris Godwin walk um, let, let's go get Caleb Williams let's go get Drake May how's that going for the number one pick of the last year it got their head coach fired after eleven games so yeah the. It is going to show that the game plan to building your team within this league, if it's not going to be go and get the big free agents and you're building from ground up, is, right, you build your pieces, get a sustainable quarterback like like a Baker that can keep you afloat, and then, yeah, get, get your quarterback once you have the pieces to win right away. I, I, I do think that's kind of turning into the blueprint. So the other quarterback I want to talk about was the loser on Sunday, but only a loser in the win-loss column. Okay, not a loser, in my humble opinion, is that of Trevor Nails Lawrence. This guy is tough, and we don't often think about him this way. Maybe it's the blonde flowing locks or the chiseled jawline. I don't know. But I didn't realize this about Trevor Lawrence until this weekend. He's never missed a game in high school, college, NFL, all three levels. The guy has only missed time on the field due to covid but in terms of injuries, he has never missed a single game. And what do we often say is one of the best abilities you can have in sports? Go ahead. Trivia time for Tyler. Yeah. What's the best abil- uh, What's the best ability? That would be health, BK, and I do not want to hear any other answer. <laughs> Availability. That's yeah. right. Uh, when we think about generational talents, we often think about guys that can throw the football deep down the field, their ability to process the game, accuracy, all of that. Part of Trevor Lawrence's generational status has to be the fact that this dude just plays 
all the time, and we never think about it because he's he's like the offensive lineman that never gets called for a penalty. You don't think about it because his name never gets called. You don't think about the fact that Trevor Lawrence is just always out there. Uh, maybe he wasn't 100% yesterday, but he looked pretty darn good to me. I mean, he had three interceptions. That was in terrible weather and against the Browns defense that had given up 10 points per game at home this season. Trevor Lawrence put 27 on him. I'm impressed, and fortunately for the Jaguars, the Colts are indeed frauds, just like I predicted, and the Texans are regressing right now. Tank Dell hurt, Nico Collins got hurt, and then wouldn't you know it, C.J. Stroud pressing, standing in the pocket with the ball too long, and gets thrown to the mat, and now he's out. So all of a sudden, even though the Jags lost, I actually feel better about them in this division right now after this weekend than I did going into it. They also control their own destiny in a sense of their upcoming schedule. They do have um, they have the Bucks on tap. They've already beaten the Colts twice, so that's someone who's inching behind them in their division. What they have with the the Titans, they still have that game coming up the last week, and already have the edge up over them. They still have Carolina at home on their schedule, so the luxury for the Jags right now is they play Baltimore this week in Jacksonville next week, rather. That's that's a game that you can still afford to lose because when you look after that, you have in Tampa versus the Bucks, at home versus the Panthers, and then the Titans in Nashville. So you can afford to lose this week, win out, and because of the C.J. Stroud going out, the Colts being the Colts and finally showing their butts, you can afford to lose games and still win your division because it is that week, and it gives time for this Jags team and this Trevor Lawrence to get a little bit healthier and get back in the groove of things when playoffs roll around. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, his offensive lineman, talked about how tough Trevor Lawrence is. It's great. You know, uh, uh, when I saw him on crutches on Sunday out of the locker room, you know, I felt I felt terrible for him. And I, I mean, he's, he's a warrior. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday, he walks in with the shoe, and I said, what are you doing? And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just it's cool to see, you know, he's he's put himself out there for us, and, you know, we're doing the same thing for him. So, uh we have all, all but nothing but respect for him, and uh, he's a true warrior. And we're, we're glad he's right behind us. That's a that's a leader right there. This is a this is an injury that takes some guys a month to come back. He came back immediately in Cleveland, and then um, he took a beating. So credit to Trevor Lawrence. I'm impressed. The dude is nails. Hang with us. We've got much more to get to right here on In the Zone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.